Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. Now, you don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you, especially today, folks, because three of our favorite film critics are expected to share their predictions about the upcoming 85th Annual Academy Awards winners. Film historian James Colt Harrison is here. Mad movie man A.J. Hockery is here. And we think that entertainment journalist Diana Sanger will be here. And I can hardly wait to find out if these noted critics will agree on any of the winning actors and films that will be announced next Sunday, February 24th. Because of their film expertise and insightful opinions, all three of our guests are regular visitors to Movie Addict Headquarters, but for new listeners, here's a little background on each of them. James has served as premier film critic for the La Jolla Village News and is the author of The History of Hollywood Movie Studios. Diana founded Classic Movie Guide and serves as the entertainment editor for San Diego's East County Gazette. AJ has contributed movie reviews for numerous sites, including Classic Movie Guide, Real Talk Movie Reviews, yay, and TerrorTube. He recently created a popular new blog called Cinesplice. Now, before hearing from our uh, critics, I want to mention to our listeners that the chat room is open for any of you who would like to participate, and we really appreciate your participation and uh, of course, we appreciate all our other listeners. We do have two guests in the green room. They've been waiting patiently, so let's bring them on now. First, James. Hi, James. Welcome back to Movie Addict Headquarters. Well, hi, Betty Joe. It's good to be back. I've been traveling a little bit, but now it's a new year, and we can start with wonderful shows like today. Well, I know you've been traveling. It's just so hard to keep track on you. I don't know why you want to travel away from, from beautiful La Jolla. Explain that to me. <laughs> well, I don't know why I do either because every time I leave, I want to come back to La Jolla. It's always beautiful at home. So, But I love to travel, and I like to see other people and even uh, movies in foreign countries. Well, I, I hope you get uh, get to spend a, a lot of time doing that if, if you enjoy doing it. And we're, we're so glad that you make time for us here on Movie Addict Headquarters. Uh, James, are you um, suffering from Oscar mania this week? <laughs> I always suffer from Oscar mania. In fact, I tell all of my friends, do not call me on Oscar Day. I don't want to hear from anybody. I want to seal my house. Lock all the doors and windows so I can get all the red carpet shows and all the talk shows and everything about the Oscars. I am a complete insane maniac. <laughs> well, I I feel the same way, and um, 
I wonder if AJ does too. Uh, AJ, has the Oscar hype gotten to you t- you yet? Well, I'm getting ready for the Oscars. I already have uh, the day off marked from work on Sunday. I'm getting together with my friends. It's been our tradition to get together on Oscar night since 2008. Just get some snacks loaded up and make fun of all the red carpet and hope Gary Busey does something really weird to somebody so then we can laugh <laughs> at it. <laughs> like that, and I, I, I'm, I'm all primed. I'm all ready. <laughs> it sounds like uh, you have a lot of fun in uh, watching the Oscars, and and I'm happy to announce that um, Diana Sanger is now here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hey. bring her on. Hi, hi, Diana. Hi. Better late than never. <laughs> yes. Well, we, your ears must have been burning because we've they been were. Talking, <laughs> we've been talking about you. Well, well, Diana, are you looking forward to next Sunday's uh, Academy Awards show? Uh, you know that uh, AJ and James have said that they're uh, they're pretty much in the midst of this uh, Oscar mania. Oh, I am too. I think it's going to be an exciting year. There's a lot of worthy things this year, and a lot of. Um, good and bad points about all of them so you know i keep reminding myself don't forget that sunday don't plan stuff don't plan stuff no cooking <laughs> order pizza <laughs> right right oh yes order order pizza that's uh that's traditional for watching for watching the the oscars well i, I was wondering about you uh, diana you mentioned that the um uh, that there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of worthy nominees, and but I was wondering what's the biggest nomination surprise uh, to you this year? Oh gosh, um, I'd have to think. <laughs> well, come on now, you know. Well, well, while you're while you're while you're thinking, uh, AJ, do you have a, a a big surprise that you could mention with the nominations? Well, the one uh, main surprise that I saw when I uh, stayed up and watched the Oscar nomination announcements was that Amour got so much attention, and and that that one was the big uh, kind of foreign film favorite of last year. You know, I know we'll talk about that category later, but I'm and, and it's usually the case that when there's the big foreign movie, they kind of throw it a bone in one of the other categories, like they'll give it a screenplay nomination, like they did with uh, Separation last year, which is very good film, but I'm surprised that not only did it get uh, nominations for Best Foreign Film, it got for Actress, for Original Screenplay and Director, and it's one of the nine Best Picture nominees. So I'm I'm definitely surprised that this movie uh, is kind of like, is kind of turned into this little dark horse here. Yes, I, I was, uh, that's that's the one that surprised me the mo- the most too. And and uh, how about you, James? Oh, my biggest surprise and disappointment was that uh, Ben Affleck wasn't nominated as Best Director, even though he got uh, Best Picture nomination for Argo. Uh, I know. I think, I think was... it was a huge, huge mistake. It was shocking. I tell you, I, I was shocked. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. Were you? Were you shocked by that, uh, Diana? Oh, I think it was a travesty. You know, it, it got eight Oscar nominations, and everybody else is given it. You know, best film nomination. Why not the Academy? I don't. I don't get it. It was. Um, it was and, really... and agreeing with um, AJ about Amore, I haven't seen it. I'm dying to see it, um, but it has gotten a lot of buzz. So, must be something yeah. exciting there. I know. I, and, Did you see it, um, Betty Jo? Uh, no, I haven't. And um, 
I haven't seen it, and that's probably uh, probably the reason that I was so surprised because we saw so many screeners and, and right. we didn't see a more. It wasn't sent to to uh, the the critics groups that I belong to, so I was completely surprised at at that. So it'll be interesting to see how it does pan out, uh, and especially to get a nomination for for best picture. And speaking of best picture, let's let's start with that category. Um, what I'll what I'm going to do is just read off the nominations in each of these categories that we'll be talking about, and then um, I'll ask each of you for your predicted winner as well as your preferred winner. And I'm going to try to keep a little score here to see how how much we agree or disagree on. And you know how hard that is for me, so be patient. But <laughs> but so James is laughing because he does know how hard it is for me to multitask <laughs> and do anything technical at the same time. But anyway, we're going to try. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So here's the list of the nine Best Picture nominees. Amor, Argo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. So, Diana, what is your prediction out of those nine and your preferred winner? I think they're going to go with Lincoln. They might choose Pi. I would prefer to see either Argo or The Impossible. To me, they're kind of tied between those two for the year. And the impossible wasn't even nominated. That just, no. that was a big surprise to me too. So you're going with uh, with Lincoln as as the best uh, picture. And and uh, how about you, AJ? I've seen uh, Argo rack up so many accolades. I think it's a uh, it's gonna sweep. It's gonna get the best picture nominated, get the win. Uh, my preferred one would be Django Unchained. Uh, I think it was number three or four on my favorite movies of last year. Hilarious, violent, dramatic, horrifying, and just an excellent, well-written, smart movie. I I agree on that. And and James, what is your uh, predicted winner and your preferred winner? Well, there were quite a few good movies. I I would agree with uh, AJ about Django. I found it wildly entertaining. I'm not sure. Exactly. I would pick it, I, I'm not sure I would pick it as the best picture, but Lincoln was good, but rather somber and serious. Uh, but my pick would be uh, Argo. It, it's won everything you can think of, uh, including the British uh, awards, and uh, I think that's the number one leader right at the moment. So I pick Argo, and good for Ben Affleck, because I just love him and his work, and he's a nice guy, and he deserves it. I remember that you've said that in in past uh, in past shows, and so I wasn't surprised that you picked uh, that you picked Argo. <laughs> well, well, it's a good movie. It's, it I'm is. Not just picking it, it because I like Affleck and his work. I mean, it's a good movie. Well, it certainly had a very suspenseful last uh, about last half hour. Oh my uh, God! I, probably I, one of the most uh, suspenseful sequences of the year. It was. And uh, so I'm doing. I'm making that same pick. I'm. I'm uh, I'm picking Argo. Um, I think that because Ben Affleck was left out of the director's uh, category and was was snubbed by the Academy uh, in the director's category, that a lot of people are very very angry 
about that, and I think he may have picked up some votes that perhaps he didn't, you know, perhaps he might not have gotten. And then I'm with you on the fact that, that Argo has uh, won the British uh, Best Film Award, and I thought that that was a big surprise, but it's yeah. winning there. It won the Director's Guild, the Producer's Guild, and for the first time since I've been a member of two critics' organizations, they, both critics' organizations that I belong to picked Argo, so I don't feel quite so schizophrenic this year. <laughs> but but I, pre, I would prefer, uh, because you know you know what I prefer, I don't even have to say it, do I? I would prefer, being the, the world's most avid movie musical fan, I would prefer, <laughs> lay, lay, let's lay, see it, say lay it all, one, two, three, Les Miserables. <laughs> and Silver Linings Playbook, which um, I was quite surprised, surprised at how much I enjoyed that and maybe since Les Miserables didn't have any dancing it had singing but it didn't have dancing but then when I saw Silver Linings Playbook it had it had the the most humorous dance routine that I've ever seen in in a movie and so that made me a happy camper so I wouldn't be at all disappointed if Silver Linings Playbook one. And and I want to tell uh, tell you guys that we have an international show today because um, Jeffrey Roberts, who is a uh, critic living in Canada, sent in his predictions uh, to me by email. And Richard Jack Smith, who is a, a critic living in Wales, sent me his predictions by email. And Jeffrey Roberts predicts Lincoln. And uh, Richard Jack Smith picks Argo. So it looks like, if I'm counting correctly, among our our critics group here, Argo has one, two, three, four votes for uh, predicted winner. And uh, Lincoln has two so our goal would be the would be our choice uh, our choice there. Well, why don't we um, move to the director category? And uh, let me see if I can find the nominees for the director category. Uh, here they are. Five nominees are Michael Haneke for Amor. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Ben Zeitlin for Beasts of the Southern Wild. Ang Lee for Life of Pi, Steven Spielberg for Lincoln, David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook. So, uh, James, who do you think will win in this category, and who would you like to see win? I think it's Steven Spielberg's year for directing, considering that Ben Affleck is not on the list. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would pick him, of course, but uh, I think... uh, uh, certainly not a second choice, but Steven Spielberg should probably win for Lincoln. It's a it's a brilliant movie. It's wonderful. It's when when I first saw it months and months ago, I said this movie isn't going to make a dime. What do I know? It's made over a hundred and fifty million dollars around the world. <laughs> I said nobody in Europe will ever go see this movie. Well, just smash everywhere. So don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. So Spielberg is your is your um, uh, predicted winner. AJ, do you agree yeah. with James? 
I do. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Spielberg is my preferred choice and the one I think is going to win. Like There are some kind of stuffy moments in that movie. It's a very formal film. It's very dialogue heavy, but I thought he gave it the right level of sentimentality that it showed. It wasn't too syrupy. It wasn't too over the top. And just like he just brought all that period detail to life, and it was so cool. And like, well, I like what he did with the movie in showing that, you know, Honest Abe Lincoln kind of resorted to some dirty tactics behind the scenes to get this amendment passed, but he still preserved that image of Lincoln, that Lincoln of being of this saintly character who kind of did some uh, back dealings on the side, but he was still a good man at heart, and I thought he just captured that very well. Yes, you're right. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, that well, well said. Um, I, I, I am not a fan of the of the movie Lincoln, but I will tell you all that I do like uh, puppies, so that you won't be, uh, hate me. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, I almost uh, snoozed. I thought it was very, very uh, uh, talky. But um, I'm definitely in the minority, and uh, I am predicting that Spielberg will uh, will be the winner because of the Lincoln gravitas. Um, I would prefer David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook because I think he did um, a marvelous job with a with a wonderful story that he he also uh, did the uh, the screenplay. For. And Diana, are you going along with uh, the Spielberg juggernaut? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that's the one they're going to choose. Although, like you said, um, Silver Linings, you know, David Russell's right behind there, and he's getting a lot of attention because that film was based on um, a situation with his own daughter. So it's very passionate. The, the actors are very passionate, and it's doing millions worldwide as well. So, but I do think. You know the the epic saga that Spielberg is able to bring to us is just something that's uncomparable to most directors. So I think he's going to get it. And so we now have uh, four votes for uh, predicted winner Spielberg, and our critic from Canada picks Spielberg. <clears throat> But Richard Jack Smith is a little maverick here. He's gone maverick on us. He's he's predicting Ang Lee for the life of Pi. So do you think? Um, do any of you think that that is a possibility? I think it's a possibility. I mean, like I said, these these movies this year are so tight, and for so many reasons, they're so different. You know, when you have movies that are alike, it's it's a little bit more easier to you know say, well, this one's a little bit better than the other. But when they're so different. And they bring us so many different elements. And I mean, Life and Pi, just the visuals and the concept was was so amazing. And could you have done that without, you know, a terrific director? Probably not. So I think it's going to be, you know, close, but I'm still thinking it'll be Lincoln. Can I say something here? I well, noticed you... there, there aren't any women directors on this list, and I think that's a little sad. I think we need to get more women in there. We have lots of good women directors, and they should be uh, recognized. Good point, and uh, what a shocker that Catherine Bigelow was was not nominated for Zero Dark Thirty. Everyone thought that she would be, and um, 
well, the, you know, Ben Affleck being left out of that category we've already talked about, which was a, which was a shame. And I, for the life of me, do not know why Tom Ho- Tom Hooper isn't Hooper. that the man who directed Les Misérables? Yes. <laughs> with the oh yes, why is he on that list? What a masterpiece that was, as far as I was concerned. So, so that uh, that category left a lot uh, a lot to be desired. But it looks like uh, uh, Spielberg is definitely the uh, our predicted winner, as far as our uh, critics group is concerned. One, two, three, four, five votes, and um, and Angley with one vote. Let's let's go now to best actor. And uh, let me get the nominees there. What a list! What what a lot of talent here. Lots, <laughs> Bradley Cooper talented, yeah. for Silver Linings Playbook. Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln. Hugh Jackman, Be Still My Heart for Ladies <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix for The Master. Denzel Washington for Flight. So Diana, who do you think is uh, going to take home the Oscar in? that category and who do you think should uh, win you know I think the Academy might go with Robert De Niro I mean at first watch of that film I didn't think that he was you know really prominent really contributed a lot but when I watched it the second time he really does I mean he gets very uh, sentimental and very passionate and then I found out later he also had a child that had problems which is why he was so passionate about it but, now um, you're talking also, about Diana. Excuse me. You're talking about which of which of oh, these actors for I'm best sorry. actor? I'm in supporting. Sorry. Yeah, you're <laughs> in the wrong category. Okay, but oh, it's that's all right. Daniel we'll Day mark Lewis. down. We'll mark down in the De Niro for a supporting actor. But Daniel who do you Day think Lewis for, for sure. And yes, I'm with you on who, but I think Daniel Day. I mean, he's just. You can't even see a commercial without seeing him. It's it's Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Okay, that. That's that's he's the front runner. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. Uh, how about you, AJ? No question. I think uh, Daniel has this one in the bag, and I knew it from the minute I saw the movie uh, with my dad. And he turned to me and said, "I did not know Abraham Lincoln, but there he is, right there." And <laughs> wow. that conv- that convinced my dad. I'm pretty sure he's he. It's his award to lose. Wow. And what what about you, James? Well, Betty Jo, shame on you. You're so fickle. I thought you were in love with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Not well, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't nominated. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I I love Hugh Jackman. I think he's so talented in so many different ways, music, drama, comedy. He's just a wonderful, wonderful actor, and I thought he did a terrific job in Les Mis. And earlier in the year, I thought Joaquin Phoenix had it wrapped up in The Master. But my choice will also be Daniel Day-Lewis. He was so superb. He was so immersed in that role. that I kept looking for Daniel Day-Lewis, and I couldn't see him. I saw only Abraham Lincoln, and I thought, my God, if you can do that, you're such a terrific actor. So I give it to Daniel Day-Lewis. And it looks like everyone else feels the same way because I I can't see anyone um, 
winning other than Daniel Day-Lewis. And uh, Jeff Roberts from Canada feels the same way, and so does uh, Richard Jack Smith from Wales. So that's a clean sweep. One, two, three, four, five, six for Daniel Day-Lewis. And uh, uh, Diana has moved us into the supporting actor category with – with her her very uh, reasonable explanation about why she why she wants him or or is predicting him to win, but um, how about you, AJ? Uh, who do you uh, pick for the winner in the supporting actor category? The, the supporting actor one is a little dicey. You know, best picture is it's a little bit of a sure thing, and uh, best actor, no question. Supporting actor, I had a tough time picking it out. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, the winner will probably be, I'm guessing, Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master. And I say this, you know, not having seen the film, but having heard a lot of good stuff about his performance and Joaquin's, and I think Hoffman uh, has a good chance of being honored for this one. But out of the uh, performers there that I have seen, I would probably have to go with uh, Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained. Although if I were on the Academy, I would definitely have put in Leonardo DiCaprio instead of uh, Christoph in that category. They both gave excellent performances, but DiCaprio went above and beyond to play such a really scary but like hilarious sort of character. Yes, and uh, it was uh, another shock that he was not in, uh, nominated in that in that category. Uh, James, who do you uh, pick for uh, the winner of the supporting actor category? Well, I think all uh, all action points to Christoph Waltz since he's won so many awards already for the Django Unchained. Uh, I would have to pick him, but I, I too was disappointed that Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't nominated as well because it was a real different part for him. He's never played a meanie, and and this this uh, gave him a chance to expand his acting chops a little. But uh, unfortunately, he was not nominated. So I picked Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz, and that's. Uh... Uh, that's who I would prefer to win, but I'm predicting that it will be uh, Tommy Lee Jones because uh, I think he's—I just get the feeling that he's been neglected for so long <laughs> and has done a, a wonderful job in so many films. And a lot of times, uh, the Academy will reward someone uh, uh, like that. So I—I um, I would be very, very happy though if Christoph Waltz won because I think he was just absolutely. Marvelous in Django Unchained. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. No. I wanted to hear everything that he was saying, and th- there's no one acting today that that has the, the high level of uh, being uh, such impeccable delivery. <laughs> I think he's just <laughs> he's just great. So so I wouldn't be at all uh, disappointed if he did win. But I think, uh, but I'm uh, predicting Tommy Lee Jones. And uh, Jeffrey uh, Roberts from uh, Canada is, peak, uh, is picking Tommy Lee Jones. And um, Richard is from uh, Wales is picking Christoph Waltz. So this, we have a quite – De Niro from Diana, Hoffman from A.J., Waltz, Waltz from J- James and from uh, Richard. And then um, Jeff and I pick uh, Tommy Lee Jones. So what about in the actress category? This one is a very interesting category because you've got the an actress that's the uh, oldest actress ever nominated and an actress who is the youngest actress 
ever nominated. So history would be made if either one of these women would win uh, in this uh, uh, category. Um, do you want to start with that, James, the, the actress that you predict who will be the winner? Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure if, if Emmanuel Riva is older than Jessica Tandy was. When yes, she, was. she, she is. is older than, than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Wasn't Jessica Tandy in her 80s? Yes, but I think um, uh, Emmanuel Riva is 85, 85, and I think Jessica was was younger than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, how can you have fault with any of these actresses? I love Jessica right. Chastain. She's different in every movie she's ever in. I never know who it is because she always looks different. <laughs> Emmanuel Riva, I'm not that familiar with, but I do remember some of her older movies from France, but. Um, I loved Naomi Watts in in The Impossible. And I know that Diana loved her too. Me too. Uh, she was so outstanding in in that film. But I think I'm going to have to go with Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she's a young, beautiful young lady of what about 22, <laughs> and she is so marvelous. She's gotten two Oscar nominations already in her early career, and I think she's just on her way to becoming. The Meryl Streep of the 21st century. Well said. Well said. Jennifer Lawrence. Now, I I apologize because I forgot to read the uh, nominees in that category. I got so excited about the oldest and the youngest being <laughs> nominated. So anyway, dear listeners, the five nominees for Best Actress are Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty, Jennifer Lawrence, for uh, Silver Linings Playbook, Emmanuel Riva for Amor, Quivenzani Wallace, I hope I pronounced that, for Beasts of the Southern <laughs> Wild. She's only, she was, uh, uh, pronounce that for me, Diana? Quavinchene. Quavinchene, thank oh, you. Grief. Nine, nine years old, <laughs> Naomi Watts. So, um, uh, AJ, who do you think is going to take home the Oscar in the Best Actress category? I'm thinking uh, I'm going to have to agree with James and say that uh, Jennifer Lawrence has this one in the bag, too. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the film, and she did the best she could. It's it's a very big, showy, emotional movie, so, of course, it's going to appeal to a lot of the Oscar voters. I didn't think it was the most consistent in tone, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress before. I loved her in Winter's Bone and uh, X-Men First Class, and she's done a great job here. She just kind of did with the material, with what she could with the material, which really wasn't the best. Uh, my personal pick would be uh, Jessica Chastain. It's a, more of a subtle performance where you kind of got all Very, these yeah. inten- intense emotions running around, and she just keeps it cool the whole time. And just to see her character's like dedication grow and grow without her having without uh, Chastain's performances have to make a big showy deal of it. There's no screaming matches or swiping things off of desks, and like she doesn't show like anything going on until like the very last second of the film and you know and that circles come complete in the movie and ju- and just as a side note um I wasn't a fan of Visa the Southern Wild either and I and Wallace you know I wish her the best and hope she kind of goes on to bigger and better things but I think it is 
pretty bogus that she got a nomination for this. There wasn't anything special or noteworthy about her performance. She's an eight-year-old who is playing an eight-year-old, and I think that some other actress should have gotten honored in her place, but that's just me. And so you're <laughs> predicting you're predicting Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence and Diana. What's your prediction for Best Actress? My prediction is Jennifer Lawrence as well, but you know I I'm rooting for Naomi. I mean, every minute she's on that screen, she epitomizes the angst of a mother who still has to encourage her children, even when she's near death. And just the agony of not knowing that her two sons and husband are alive or on her face all the time, and we feel her pain so clear. I think it was just a phenomenal performance. I I am so glad. I am so glad to hear this praise for, uh, for Naomi Watts, because I think that performance was one of the best film performances ever. I mean, I just put it right up there with like Paul Newman in The Verdict and Judy Garland in The uh, A Star Is Born. I don't think either one of them won the Oscar though. No, <laughs> no, they didn't. But oh my, she and for every reason that you that all of you have said uh, about her, except. Uh, Except AJ. <laughs> I'd argue with him. I just thought it was just absolutely phenomenal. So she would be my uh, preference. But uh, every year I like to predict a tie because I, I want to see ties because I think they're so interesting. So so this year this is the category where I'm predicting a tie between Jessica Chastain and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And, of course, there have been ties before. There, I remember, um, and I do remember this, back in 1960, it was, either, it was in the 60s that Catherine Hepburn and uh, Barbara uh, Streisand, yeah, they won. And uh, Barbara Streisand, that was for Funny Girl, wasn't that right, uh, James? Yeah. And uh, Catherine Hepburn won for The Lion in, in Winter. And I think it's time for a tie. And I think Jessica and Jennifer would look great going up on that stage and fighting over the – well, I think they get they each get an Oscar. They, <laughs> they each get, get one. <laughs> yeah, they each get an Oscar. So, But I, but I think that would be great. And uh, from Canada – the uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jeffrey goes for Jennifer Lawrence. And from Wales, Richard is the Maverick again. He goes with uh, Riva. So it looks like Jennifer Lawrence has has three uh, three votes, three and a half, counting mine for the for the tie. So she would be the one that we're um, that most of us are predicting will be the winner. And the the last uh, acting category here is the supporting actress category and the nominees in that category oh still lots of talent here too amy adams for the master sally field for lincoln anne hathaway for les miserables helen hunt for the sessions and jackie weaver for uh, silver linings playbook which of these ladies will go home with an oscar diana I'm thinking the the Academy's probably going to pick Sally Field. It's been a long time since her famous "You Love Me." <laughs> oh yeah, but, you love. They love me. They but, like me. Um, they really like me. Yeah. Yeah. My like my me. pick is Helen Hunt. I mean, I don't think anyone can be more intimidated to perform than going through half a movie stock naked. 
and she does it with <laughs> such grace and such realism. I mean, you really feel her heart in that character in such an implausible situation none of us could ever imagine even existed, much less being in it in either character. So I think she did an awesome job. She uh, she uh, tried hard to maintain her dignity as a sex therapist, and she did a pretty good job of that, too. So, A.J., how about you? Um, who are you predicting for supporting I'm, actress? For supporting actress, no question. I think Anne Hathaway has this one. Even though she was in the movie for around, like, maybe, I'm thinking, like, maybe 20 minutes or so, I was kind of surprised when her character just kind of left the film, and it's like, oh, that's I guess that's the last we've seen of her. But uh, that song, I Dreamed a Dream, like, it's, become well-known even outside of the musical just because of the whole Susan Boyle thing, but Anne Hathaway just made the most of her screen time and just gave, like, a powerhouse performance with what she had. She did a really good job, although my personal pick out of the whole bunch, I'm going to have to agree with Diana and say uh, Helen Hunt in the sessions did a very uh, did a very good job of burying her body and her soul and uh, it's just a shame that John Hawks wasn't up for uh, Best Actor either because he did just an, an even more challenging job, if not just an equally challenging job. Well, he, that was a that was a, a big surprise too. His uh, name being missing when the when the nominees were being announced. And James, do you have a prediction on the supporting actress category? Well, uh, I had an experience with Helen Hunt one time. I was in the L.A. airport lounge, and she was sitting right next to me. She oh. was lovely in jeans and a nice white shirt. And seeing her in the sessions, it was nice to see her without any clothes on because I had seen her dressed. <laughs> and are you predicting she'll win? or No, no. no. My pick would be Anne Hathaway. Uh, it was the first time I was ever, ever moved to tears by a musical performance, other than a bad one, of course, but uh, hers was very good, and I thought she was terrific in her emoting and getting the drama across through song. I thought that was a brilliant job. So I'm picking Anne Hathaway, but all these ladies, I've always loved Sally Field, she's terrific, and Amy Adams, they're, they're wonderful. And Jackie Weaver is a good sort of working man's lady, you know, she's great in everything she does. Yes, and she, her uh, exasperated expressions when she was looking at her various family members were priceless <laughs> in that film, I think. But but it uh, looks like the rest of us agree with Anne uh, Hathaway being the uh, predicted, being the winner, because uh, I'm going with Anne Hathaway. I just thought she was brilliant i thought that uh, she put her whole whole soul into that uh, time that she had on on the camera and i have to say that after after seeing her in in this movie i'm i'm not so uh leery about her doing uh the biopic i think there's a biopic uh, about judy garland that's in the in the making, and with Anne Hathaway uh, starring as judy garland and i think she she is probably the only one that could uh, could do uh, Judy uh, justice. So uh, she really won me over, and uh, she won Jeffrey over in Canada. She won Richard uh, over in uh, Wales. So we have one, two, three, four, five 
predictions about Anne Hathaway in that uh, in that category. Well, we have there are a lot of other categories. Uh, there are 24 categories that oh. will will receive Oscars, but but these were the main ones that that uh, I was interested in. But we do have time for each one of you to pick another category that you would like to. Um, make a prediction or, or talk about. So, AJ, uh, what would you like to share with us? What other category? Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, in Best Animated Feature Film, you got a really good uh, crop of nominees here. I liked all of them, and I'm especially glad they uh, gave some notice to Pirates, Band of Misfits. One they of the do. Funniest, one of the funniest <laughs> movies I saw last year and went yeah. virtually ignored by so many other critics groups. I love that movie, but I'm really pulling for uh, Paranorman to win it. It's such, it's got such a great look to it, and a really good message, and all these really weird, funky visuals, and it appeals like to someone like me who's seen like a gazillion and a half horror movies in their entire life. And there's just so much love in this movie, and I hope they recognize it for it. Yes, I I agree with you about the the, the uh, nominees in that category this year. And how about you, uh, James? Do you have a another category you'd like to uh, mention? Well, yeah, I have two quick ones if I can't squeeze them in. We one have is four, a, 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 four minutes. <laughs> oh, one is adapted screenplay for Argo by Chris Terrio. I think he took a very difficult subject of history and and wove it into an exciting, wonderful story. And my other pick is costume design for Anna Karenina by Jacqueline Duran, who did a superb job oh, capturing good. those beautiful costumes. Good choices. And how about you, uh, Diana? What other category would you like to um, predict a winner in? I'm going with cinematography, which is so tight and so beautiful. They're, so, they're all just deserving, every one of them. Anna Karina was huge. My pick is uh, Claudio Miranda for Life of Pi. That was so visual, and the only movie I ever wore the uh, 3D glasses the whole time. <laughs> I remember you mentioned that. Well, very, very interesting predictions and and so much fun to hear them from, from you. Diana, James, and AJ, it's been such great fun talking with you. And thanks so much for being such terrific guests again. And thanks to Jeff uh, Roberts and uh, Richard Jack Smith for sending in their predictions. Uh, we really appreciate it. But it's time to wrap things up now. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support and to Nikki Starr for her help promoting today's show. And special thanks to our chatters. I see that our uh, loyal listener, Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts, was in the chat room today, and lots of guests who didn't sign in, but we really, really appreciate you. And, of course, we appreciate our other listeners. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. That's all for now, folks. Here's the talented A.J. Daniels to take us out with a song I like to dedicate to all our loyal Blog Talk Radio listeners and remind everyone to watch the 85th Annual Academy Awards show televised by ABC next Sunday evening. And um, I hope everyone enjoys the show, and I'm looking forward to seeing Seth MacFarlane as an Oscar host, but I would prefer Hugh Jackman to do the job. <laughs> maybe maybe next year. Here's A.J. Daniels.
Stay with me and be true. 